Hi, you are listening to Creatrix Culture. I am your host, Sarah Wolf, and today we are once again with your favorite guest, Kimberly McConnell. Snap, 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 snap. snap. Hey, everybody. Everyone's like, who the fuck is that? Hi. Hi. Today we're sitting out by my pool because we wanted to change the scenery and it's beautiful out. So if there's going to be some background noises, just know that we're having an uh, environmental um, podcast day. Yeah. It's an experiment. Yeah. Experiment. It's nice. It's like you're here with us. You're yeah. Just outside having a chat. By the pool. By the pool. Yeah. We already had our coffee, so there's no coffee involved in this uh, session. But um, we have water and a pool. So how's everyone doing? All right. Today, what we are covering is we want to talk about <clears throat> would you like me to introduce the podcast today sarah <laughs> we don't actually know what we want to talk about i mean today. we have a general idea no we do we have a general idea but we are open to where it's going to lead because neither of us have a really solidified answer for this it's a, more an exploratory mm-hmm. podcast pondering pondering uh brainstorming yeah. Um, just, then, you know, seeing what comes up on the subject. So the subject is... <laughs> Why can't I find the subject in my brain? <laughs> we just went on a long hike, too, so, like... You didn't have your second coffee today, I didn't, Sarah. I didn't get my second coffee for this. <laughs> At Coffee Dose on Melrose, which is fantastic if you live in Los Angeles. I highly recommend it. Yeah, they have raw homemade almond milk there. Yeah, and they do, like, fun things like put collagen in your coffee and just, I don't know. They have other, like, healthy things you can put mm-hmm. in your coffee, so it's... But apparently you need two of them in order to speak, so <laughs> just beware. <laughs> it's going to be a long podcast. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to talk about today is getting out of your comfort zone and when it's appropriate or when that thing that you're pushing yourself to get out of your comfort zone is just not for you. Yeah. And you could be doing more harm to yourself than good by pushing yourself in a direction that's actually not in alignment and not in the direction that you should be going. Yeah. So why this came to me, this came to me, I think we've been pondering this subject now for like probably a month or so maybe mm-hmm. we talked about this a while ago and where it came to me I have so many d- old things coming up on my path for me to um, take a look at and we'll take it back I've talked about it uh, before when I was with a certain network marketing company um, when I started back in 2013 and their biggest thing then was to in order to do this business was you had to get out of your comfort zone. You had to get out of your comfort zone and they push you, push you, push you to get out of your comfort zone. And it, even though I like was in love with the products, I was in love with what the company stood for. And I really wanted to educate people of why they should have vegan products and the toxins that are in the products. And I was very passionate about it. But when it came down to the actual type of business that it was and what they were pushing us to go do and to get your businesses up and running I was in completely out of alignment with it and I was in that business for eight years and for eight years I struggled Mm. with trying to get out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. to do this business and it just it was a constant battle yeah 
And what I would come back to is like, no, but I believe in this product mm-hmm. and what this company stands for and where they're going and blah, blah, blah. But then there was this whole other element of like, I just really struggled with a few different things of like calling friends and families of trying to do these things of like, oh, just make friends wherever you go and then bring them in your business or some like weird out of alignment mm-hmm. thing that felt very inauthentic. But it wasn't just like you were left to do this business on your own terms. It was constantly the people that were above you were constantly all up in your shit seeing what are you doing today? What are you doing for your business? What are you doing this week? What do you do? You need to like get over this. You need to get over that. And like in some respects, the things that I learned from doing that business are like gold and have helped me in other areas of my life. But I've still been kind of left with this like and I think a lot of people have felt this in, let's say, just the network marketing community when it's this structure set up like this, where you're left just kind of a bad taste in your mouth or like a little traumatized from the mm-hmm. whole thing. Because then when my business wasn't growing and I was struggling to do something that wasn't authentic to me in the way that they told me I had to do it and I couldn't do it any other way because you're not supposed to reinvent the wheel and blah, 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 blah. I was mm. left just kind of like turned off to the whole thing yeah. altogether. So yeah. l- long story short, that brought me to this exact subject. And what kind of propelled me to get here as well is after we did the human design reading, mm-hmm. which is previous podcast, you can look back, I don't remember what episode it is, <clears throat> where Kimberly gave me a human design reading. And that was the episode. So you can really understand what human design is and what it looks like in a reading when she talked to me back then and brought up about working from your sacral and really running things by your sacral chakra or if you don't know what your sacral chakra is that's like in your womb space in your abdomen there and to run different things by it and if that there's like you get a big no you get Mm -hmm. kind of like a a feeling there that's not in flow that that isn't an avenue you should take Right, and that's specific to Sarah's chart, by the way. There's the majority of people on the planet have that same situation with a certain variation. It's not true for everyone, but for Sarah, it is true that she's designed to listen to her sacral. Right. Um, yeah, and I think that something you mentioned just now, just listening to everything you said about that experience with this prior company and what wasn't working, is you mentioned authenticity and you mentioned flow and you mentioned how it was just like this pushing a rock up a hill like battle. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't working and nothing was really coming through, mm-hmm. right? And um, I, I think we should, look, we should look at that more. If we're going to talk about getting out of your comfort zone, I think a big part of that has to do with whether or not getting outside of your comfort zone is still in alignment with your authenticity and it's still in alignment with your flow because we are all going to have to grow and face things that are scary, but it's like, is it, is it in flow or not? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it authentic? Is it... Is, is your sacral saying like, yeah, I want to do that? Because mm-hmm. for some people, the thing that stopped you might have been a sacral yes. It might have been something that they would have been pulled to, but you weren't. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's explore it a little more. Because like we said in the beginning of this, we don't really have an answer. We don't know where this is going to go. But I think what we do know is that we want to live authentically and we want things to happen in flow and mm-hmm. there to be a certain sense of ease to it. And at the same time, we're willing to face our demons and we're willing to up-level and to do what it takes in those cases. But it's like, where, what's the difference there between facing your, your, what you need to work on versus getting outside your comfort zone? What's different about getting outside your comfort zone and why is it not such a good thing? Why is it better to be comfortable? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And can you be comfortable and still up level? Mm -hmm. And is being comfortable a sign that you're going in the right direction or is it that you're being lazy? Like these are all just the questions, right? Right. (laughs) Or is it like when you're in fully on your path of what completely lights you up and what completely is your purpose in this life, right? Mm -hmm. Those getting out of your comfort zones, even though you'll have challenges, don't become such a mind fuck in a way or a, you know, because for me, that whole business was such a mind fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, I really like, because I would see people around me, for instance, becoming so successful and I was not going anywhere like I had a lot of like in horrible internal self talk over it and a lot of Mm -hmm. internal struggles right right where then it would shut me down more and more and more and then I just felt like I sucked and like I was you know I'll never be successful just all the the Mm -hmm. little chat that we do so when you're completely have found your purpose and you can push yourself out of your comfort zone it does it feel different is that is not even that even much of a out of your comfort like you're willing to take those those moments of uncomfortableness and they don't get into your psyche yeah you can roll through Mm -hmm. them and take the the whatever because you're still like your eye is like so on the prize Mm -hmm. because you're so confident you might not be confident in what you're doing in that moment but you're confident in where you're going and what you want Mm -hmm. then for instance I'm just using this business as an example because at the end of the day, I after eight years, I wasn't going to quit this business. I wasn't going to quit this business. I, you know, would come back to it and try to get out of my comfort zone again. When I just like my biggest thing was finally after eight years, I'm like, I'm letting this go. Mm. And I said I never was going to quit, but this is just. I came to the point mm-hmm. where I'm like, this is just not for me. Yeah. And now, and in, in the different things that I've been doing in life, and I've been getting out of my comfort zone, but I'm finding so much more flow in myself. And yeah, even if things aren't working out the way I want them to right away I it, it's hitting me differently mm-hmm. and it's not becoming like a mental battle yeah okay I, I, I want to add also because I think it's important from the human design perspective if you have something in your mind that is like a, a should I should do this I should get out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. if it's coming from your mind there's really no there's no way of telling whether or not that is aligned with your purpose and your direction because all of that lives in the body from the human design perspective. All that information comes from the body and most of the time, maybe all of the time, it's it's an in the moment, back to back, sort of like checking in with yourself. It's not looking into the future and seeing the result you want and manipulating your way there. That's in the mind. Mm -hmm. So if your mind is telling you, I need to get out of my comfort zone in order to do this thing, that whole energy is coming from your mind. It's coming from manipulating yourself into being something else, as opposed to looking inward and being like, how do we feel about this? Does this thing light me up or not? Mm -hmm. If it's a no, we move on. Mm -hmm. Because when you find the thing that does light you up, it's not going to feel like, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone it might feel like oh this is new but I'm also excited and interested and ready to do it to challenge myself yeah. into the getting challenge there. is mm-hmm. exciting you're right yeah the challenge exactly it's it's something you're interested in doing rather than something that you're feeling resistance to mm-hmm. and that's a really big difference right you know so is that in feeling the resistance when that resistance comes up 
does that mean you should take a few steps back and really look at something to check in with yourself? Like for me in my chart, it says to run it by my sacral. Other people, it's going to be probably running it by somewhere else in their body or mm -hmm. however they work yeah. out their stuff is to, to really evaluate that that's not, that's just not the path. Like that's just not mm -hmm. it. And you're kind of wasting your time and wasting your energy yeah. to be forging down a path. That's just not the path. Yeah. Like yeah, that yeah. is your body and your intuition and your higher yeah, self exactly. telling you, hey, we're not allowing this to happen because that's actually not your path. Yeah. You can see the good in it. You can see that maybe there's some inspiration there, but that's just not it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love about human design so much is it's like it really points out where you've been using your mind and like truly trying to manipulate your own fucking story. When it's like actually your body has its own story its own path its own things that are pulling you into like we were on a hike earlier today and we were talking about how it's like one door opens and one door closes and when a door opens it's essentially life being like a slap on the butt like there you go just mm -hmm. take a couple more steps to the left great now take another couple more steps to the right it's like I don't think personally I don't believe life has set us up to show up to constant shut doors and be forced to just slam down doors our entire life I think it's actually way more simple than that and life is actually like when you see an open door take a peek through mm -hmm. maybe it's the fucking right door maybe right. it is supposed to be that easy mm -hmm. and maybe mm -hmm. it's not just supposed to be like a constant getting out of your comfort zone and I think that that idea of like you have to get out of your comfort zone in order to succeed is like a total mental fuck it's like totally connected somehow to capitalism yes and like and just like ravaging yourself and the earth to just get what you want instead of being in flow instead of being mm -hmm. like it's actually supposed to be sustainable it's supposed to and be it easy can be. and it can be right yeah and we're just so programmed oh hi there oh it's a hawk you beautiful guys. hawk Oh, hey, I guess he wants to be part of the show, <laughs> which is great. You have, he's I mean, hawks, my hawks are messengers, so um, <laughs> yeah. he's just sending his message for us and all of you listening that you're all getting your own hawk message today. So that's some <laughs> animal medicine right there. <laughs> so in a lot that I've been dissecting, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a lot more episodes on this of just how in this patriarchal society that we're in and how we've been set up is <laughs> the hawk is confirming what I'm about to tell you. Oh, he has a lot to talk about right now too. He's like, yes, this patriarchal society um, is, I, I don't know. What word am I looking for? It's not brainwashed. We're not brainwashed. Programmed. Okay. We're programmed into thinking that, you know, like I hate the phrase no pain, no gain because mm -hmm. I think that's just such a wrong programming. Mm -hmm. And a mm -hmm. lot of what I'm dissecting right now is the programming, is looking at how I've really feel like I've allowed my life to be a lot harder than mm -hmm. it needed to be and I know that's in my human design chart too but mm -hmm. just looking at it on a bigger scale for everybody else and, and what the programs have been set into place is these kind of um patriarchal like kind of like I don't even want to say masculine way about doing things because I don't I don't want to leave it just up to like some men in suits somewhere along the line like set this up I think it's it is more of like an, an energetic right and it comes more into like the masculine patriarchal side of just like yeah this hard-hitting go 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 like mm -hmm. that's how a corporation capital like 
capitalism society where we're not working no longer working with intuition and with flow and with ease and we're programmed to believe that something has to be so hard and Mm -hmm. when it comes to easy we reject it yeah because we're programmed it's a programming we're programmed to think that it can't come that way yeah I'm not deserving of that I need to I'm programmed to think that this needs to be like the hardest thing ever and if I become successful at it it's not supposed to be this easy road it's supposed to be that I pushed up boulders up hills to get here and then I'm not worthy of it because I didn't and I I -hmm. don't know how to appreciate it or whatever all the things are yeah instead of just so we put ourselves down paths and maybe that's part of the lesson too that it's not for us we're not supposed to be there right like yeah we'll learn some lessons or some valuable things but we're we're going against the grain for something yeah but we're programmed to believe like, oh, That's no pain, no gain. You need to really work for it. Yeah. So then you're putting yourself in places and having these experiences that are really, at the end of the day, undesirable experiences. Yeah. yeah. I also think that um, another thing that is included in that whole mentality is the sort of the nowness. Like it has to happen now. It has to happen yesterday. And that really takes us out of our body and takes us out of like our intuitive knowing because timing is important, it's crucial. And 50% of the population is emotional beings. And if you know anything about human design, that, that means that you're not designed to make spontaneous, fast decisions. You and I are both emotional. Like we're designed to really take our time with things and clarity arises over time. And if we're forcing ourselves because we have a deadline to just go out there and do something that doesn't feel right, A, we're never going to learn what it feels like to feel right Mm -hmm. because we're constantly forcing ourselves to just do it now, now, now before we've ever reached clarity. Mm -hmm. And B, we're always out of time. Mm -hmm. We're on the wrong time schedule because someone else is telling us it needs needs to be done yesterday. Mm -hmm. When in reality, it's like we're, we're only, we're wasting our time. We're doing shit that isn't actually aligned with us because we haven't given that grace of waiting and of wait of waiting until we have clarity and waiting until we know now is the right time and this is the right thing Mm -hmm. you know but there is no space for that when you're in the mentality of like we need to make as much money as possible right now and just do what it takes to get it done it's like how are you ever going to know what's aligned you're actually never going to know you're never going to know because then you're instantly put into the rat race and the rat race mentality which if you think about it that goes back to you're like indoctrined into the rat race mentality the minute you leave high school because either you go to college Mm -hmm. or you go a different route right away you're either needing to go to college to learn this thing that you're going to be forever or you're going to go out in the real world and you need to start making money right away Mm -hmm. you know especially if you left home right to live and then you just start making your decisions Mm -hmm. there isn't they don't really who's saying just take your time after you finish high school I mean it's honestly even before high school like if you think about it think about like elementary school when it's like you have a test on Friday you better memorize that shit now Now. even though you haven't integrated it and you're not actually gonna understand Mm -hmm. it like just pick memorize these this sequence of numbers it's so just you know it's It's like the minute we step in the schooling system yeah then you're 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 just put into this rat race quick 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 mentality Right, so of then, disowning your own timing. Mm-hmm. 
you're on this time and then they're already like putting the fear in you well do you know what you want to be when you grow up well, yeah. well what are you doing and then you get out of school and then you either went to your college path your non-college path and you're mm -hmm. still just like whack the fuck out because you're like i don't know i just left mm -hmm. the comfort of the high school and now i'm living who the fuck knows where yeah. doing who the fuck knows what and like and that's so ungrounding this, this needs to set up my entire life or whatever i'm doing you know and it, it is it's complete and then there is no time like i moved to los angeles basically right after high school like when i was 20 but i came here when i was 19 left came back blah 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 but <laughs> i i stepped into this town at 20 years old you know basically by myself being like sink or swim you have to go and there's no stopping because you can't yeah. afford to stop because there's no time for you to stop because guess what if you stop you know what's going to happen right. you're going to lose your apartment you're not going to and then you're going to have to right. move back home and that's a really interesting point too sarah about getting out of your comfort zone is the sink or swim thing where it's like when is it actually good to get out of your comfort zone and how is that different right like when you came here and like the situation you're in now mm -hmm. is a sink or swim situation mm -hmm and it's way more aligned than how you've ever been Not and ever been, you're yeah. taking your time mm -hmm. you know it's like so when when is that good and also i have noticed that in the last couple of weeks now that it's a sink or swim situation for you you being like your mentality about things is different your mentality seems to be more open to like well why not why not try that? Why not try that? Like, it doesn't hurt. I'm not attaching any meaning to it. And if it doesn't fit, I will let it go. Mm -hmm. As opposed to if it doesn't fit, I'm going to have to keep pushing and suffering and how much resistance that creates in even starting. Mm -hmm. If you don't have an agreement with yourself that you'll stop when it doesn't feel good, why would you even trust yourself to get in in the first place? Because you don't know whether or not you're going to be able to get out of it. Right. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now you have this sort of like respect for yourself where you're like, if it doesn't fucking work, it doesn't fucking work. And, and that's okay. It's okay. It's A, nothing I can do about it because it's just this vessel I'm in. It's just this body. It's what, I, what I've got work to work with. Mm -hmm. And B, I guess it was only A. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all that matters, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, but, okay. So back to like this moment I'm in of sink or swim or like, you know, stepping outside of my comfort zone I'm completely in my comfort zone but I'm completely lit up into what I'm doing mm. mm -hmm. you know and I'm in completely for the like first time in a very long time like when I moved to LA when I was 20 I was completely lit up and I was completely out of my comfort zone right yeah. I came from Minnesota I moved to a city that I'd never been to well I like I said I've been yeah. here once briefly when I was 19 I think I covered that story in past episodes I don't know which one um <laughs> But essentially when I came back to like really be here, you know, I never made family trips here growing up or whatever, but I was so, it was so in alignment of where I was going and what I was doing that anything that was outside of the comfort zone was welcomed mm. because it was all new and exciting mm. and a challenge that I wholeheartedly mm. really, really, really wanted to take that I was, and I did endure a lot when I moved here in mm -hmm. those, those first seven years of being here. Like... My car got stolen, I was homeless, like, all mm. this shit, you wow. know. Um, but I, I just, like, you know, I, I was okay with enduring all of the, 
all the yeah. struggles that went along with it. Well, and that brings up a really good point too, is that maybe for some people like you who had the channel of struggle and who you're a six line, which is like a large part of your life is trial and error and is discovering what doesn't work. And like, that's how you learn and you need to do that. There is no escaping that. So for some people, maybe the like, pushing yourself past your comfort zone is not necessarily a bad thing in certain situations. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that it's this universal thing where in all situations and for all people all the time, you have to do that in order to be successful. And I think mm -hmm. there's some people mm -hmm. in the world who have made it work because there's a sense of excitement they get from it that it actually fuels them and works for them and doesn't create resistance like Gary Vee, love Gary Vee. And all the shit that he says is very inspiring and at the same time, sometimes it's like, it's designed for a specific audience, the people who do get lit up by that and who do feel like a fire and get excited. But for the other people who feel restricted and feel resistance doing that, it's not healthy. And it's like, just because it worked for somebody doesn't mean it's gonna work for you. Right, so it's like, it's not a one size fits, everything exactly. is not a one size fits all. Exactly. And I think the teaching in that is if it's not fitting for you, is to allow yourself to let it go and it's not mm -hmm. that the thing is actually bad because right. there was a lot of people in that company that still are very successful yeah in that company and it still fits for them it just wasn't a fit for me it and wasn't yeah and that's okay totally and maybe it was that time too like you never know if a very similar situation will come into your future mm -hmm. that will be right for you when the time is right but that goes back to the timing thing of like mm -hmm. forcing yourself when the timing isn't right and when you're not ready or when it's not aligned right yeah I mean and that you know well, like let's say for instance when I took on that company I was looking at it as a way even though I was inspired by the products right and what they stood for I was forcing it in a way to get me out of something else mm, bam fire mm -hmm. bam and I needed it to work so bad because I, I needed to not wait oh tables god anymore. that's gold that's gold because then you're forcing yourself to do it because mm -hmm. there's this, there's so much more weight to it instead of it being the right thing and the doors just opening. Just opened. And I feel like that's why the mm. doors didn't open mm. to show me, no, you didn't really want to do this business mm. like this. You didn't want to have, mm -hmm. you know, but you, you so badly wanted to get out of this other thing, but it wasn't the right avenue to take you out yep. of the other thing. Yep, so yep. nothing's working. From the human design perspective, you as a generator, that is the not-self theme. That means you were doing it from your mind, thinking, if I do this, it will get me out of frustration. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what it means when a generator is working from their mind and not working from their sacral and from what lights them up, which everybody does it all the time. Like, I'm not being like, oh, Sarah. Right, right, right. I right. do it all the time, yeah, too. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's a great example of, like, the difference between working from your mind and thinking you can maneuver your way through life mm -hmm. versus listening to your body and being like, just tell me what it is that, like, what's the timing? Are we ready now? Am I mm -hmm. excited now? Mm -hmm. Are the doors opening? Obviously, it's, it's a very easy flow of energy as opposed mm -hmm. to pushing a wall or pushing through a door that's not open. Well, and you said it right there of having that time to listen to your body to, is it the right time? We are not taught that. No, not at all. This is something that I know, I feel like maybe even you studying human design, us talking about it in that reading in that past episode, and me sitting with that bit of information and really pondering it and through this transition where I'm at in my life right now, utilizing that, right? Yeah. And it's been such a mind fuck to tell you because <laughs> yeah, I'm so programmed to do something else. So to be sitting in this space where I'm with my higher self every day, I'm like, 
okay, I had a, I, there was a task on my list that I needed to get done since September, but I kept sitting with the energies of it and I just communicated with my body and my higher self. I'm like, okay, this is a task that needs to get done and it needs to get done sooner than later. But I'm personally feeling right now, it's not in alignment just yet. It's a task that'll get done. And so I decided to do an experiment and sit with this task and have it on my list of things I needed to do. And this is a big, big task, you guys. This is a huge thing that's like literally is a career move, okay? So yeah. it's not something I can just put off because it, it really means income or no income at the end of the day, right? But since September, I was like, okay, every day that I had set in a week, okay, this day I'm gonna do this task. Something would divert me from the task. And I, I was noticing it, I was observing it. So I sat with my higher self and I was like, okay, how about my team in the sky? You let me know when it's time when it's energetically right mm -hmm. for me to do this task and I'll keep writing it on my list every single week uh, it's something I'll keep in the forefront of my mind but you let me know when it's a go and I'm gonna sit back and see and observe this and it was just on Tuesday I actually had written it for this week on Tuesday once again Tuesday I'll do this big you know career move task. Right, just to see like once just Tuesday comes, if, like, is, is it, it going to happen Am I actually day? doing it or not? Uh -huh. Yeah. And I didn't beat myself up, you know, I didn't go too deep in my head about it, even though I'm like, okay, we really should probably, but that's, I'm like, that's old mind. Let's get out of the, that's, that's, that's rat race mind. That's Beautiful. the mind, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. I would, I went through all these little, you know, mental things of like, who's going to be mad at me if I don't do this? Like, <laughs> like that matter. Like you just, whatever we make up in our heads, yeah. right? When we're not doing something, oh, am I being lazy? Am I being scared? Am I not getting out of my yep. comfort zone? Yep, yep, am yep. I all these old programmings, right? And then what's so interesting is on Tuesday, all of a sudden I wasn't diverted. I, other tasks didn't come up or I wasn't, you know, I was completely, it was like spirit came to me and was like, it's right now. Mm -hmm. It is right now. Yeah. You get your computer, you sit down, and you do it right now. Here's everything you need. We have equipped you with everything mm. you need for this. Just things were coming out of me of, like, how mm. to construct emails and do this and that, and everything just kind of flowed. It flowed. And, it, and that's when I saw, like, it yeah. flowed. I yeah. wasn't – I didn't have any resistance doing it. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any, you know, it just totally. – I was actually excited to do it. It's amazing. But I allowed that time to wait. I wasn't doing yeah. it because that's what I was supposed to be doing when my brain thought and society would have told me I needed to do it. Mm -hmm. And I waited till my body, my higher, like yeah. everything was in alignment to do it. And it totally. was like such a different, I'm, I'm curious to see what the outcome is of it. And I'll talk about that later when we, when we see what the outcome, you know, mm -hmm. of what it is because I waited for for the time when it was actually appropriate yeah. to do it. I wasn't forcing anything. It, and that, that was like, I just, it was astonishing to me because it's such a new place to be in. Mm. And I'm still like kind of in awe of like, wow, that felt so different than mm. how I've gone about things many yeah. times before. And like you said on the hike, um, I'm just going to see if I can remember and then you tell me what you actually said. You were saying that coming like coming at it from that perspective and waiting until you felt ready it was like that 
was almost the whole point. Yes. Of the exercise. Yes. Yes. It's it's really like the success. That's <laughs> that what I was, saying. was the, the success, success in it is not the outcome. Yeah. Of yeah, yeah. what this task was and conquering this task or taking on this task or doing this. It was actually just the alignment, mm-hmm. the energy, the the mental state, the um, the confidence I yeah. felt. That was the yeah. the whole point. Yeah, it's not about what yeah. happens after that. And it was about getting yeah, to the place to exactly. be able to do this task exactly. from a completely aligned inflow place. Right, and it's not about the outcome. Right. And the success has already happened because the success became in that moment. Right, right. It was like it's like about having given yourself the time to get to that point. Mm-hmm. If you had said to yourself, nope, get out of your comfort zone, do it now. Months ago. Months ago. You would have never reached that point in you where you were like clear. Mm-hmm. Where And in human design, it's an emotional clarity. Mm-hmm. It's not nervous about doing it or not doing it. There's not mm-hmm. this like uncertainty. It's a sense of like emotional clarity where you're like, now's the time. I feel right about this. I feel good about this. I feel confident. I can see the areas where I was unconfident, where I was scared, and I've made peace with them. Mm -hmm. But if you don't give yourself that time, you will never see those little subtle aspects of why you are feeling resistance. Right. And if you don't ever feel the notice and see like what they are, how can you ever make peace with them and grow past them? Mm-hmm. So when you said that, I was like, you're so right. It's, it's almost not about what you did. It's the fact that you gave yourself the time and the emotional space to see all the pawns at play mm-hmm. and to learn from each of them so that now you're coming at it from this place where it's like it almost doesn't even matter what the end result is because now yeah. you have this fire in you that mm-hmm. is going to keep you going in that same direction. So, like, mm-hmm. if this doesn't pan out the way you wanted, it doesn't mean it's over. Now you have this thing in you that's still telling you, hey, it's still time. It's still right. Yep. What's next? What mm-hmm. else are we going to try? What else? You know what I mean? It's Maybe a totally, we need to take a different angle. Maybe yeah, we need to take a different route. But, like, I'm totally okay different. with that now. It's a totally different way than just being like, oh, fuck, I fucked it up. I'm not good yep, enough, blah, blah, blah. Right. And you just keep going further down, down that road of, like, oh, I'm not good enough. But the things that I really see from, like, in the beginning of September when I knew I needed to do this task till this last Tuesday, which what that was, yeah, it was my brother's birthday, so it was the November 16th. The amount of information that came through and the lessons that I needed to take on, just small, like, not, they weren't, like, big life lessons. They were just, like, little things mm. and different parts of myself that I needed to heal. Mm. And I've had rapid growth in myself between that point is all of that I'm seeing needed to happen Mm. to get me in the place to put me in full alignment Mm -hmm. and that's why things were diverting me now I'm seeing why spirit came Mm. in and diverted me from Mm. doing that because it wasn't time so it's doing everything it can to make me not which I really allowed myself this time to not beat myself up for Mm. it which in the past if I don't know if I've ever really fully explained my brain, but I know it's very similar to a lot of other people's brains. I'm very mean to myself Mm. and very hard and very critical and very, you know, which I've really been working on to Mm. get out of. And what I find is really kind of funny. Thank you, Crow, for... uh, Thank you, my spirit animal. For for chiming in there. Yes, be nice to yourself. Right? Um, Is... is that as I'm 
saying yes to myself and making decisions based on what feels good and what is in the highest alignment of me and not doing what others might say I should do or allowing other people to chime mm -hmm. in. My self-speak has been changing mm. drastically. Yeah. So it's a different conversation Ugh. in my head. Ugh. So Ugh. I've Gold. No, I no longer am finding myself being so mean to myself. Yeah. It's actually, it's, it's becoming not even yeah. there anymore. I just, I literally yesterday wrote a post about this. It's in my mind, the, what I see from that is that you were betraying yourself the entire time. Mm -hmm. Whether you were aware of it or not, there was a part of you that knew you wanted something or didn't want something and that you were ignoring that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything you can do to recover from that. That constant self-betrayal, it's like, mm -hmm. well, then what are you doing anything for? Yeah. If, you, if you don't have any confidence in your own ability to follow your own guidance, mm -hmm. there's really no hope. No, there's not. And then what we do in those spaces when those things aren't healed, right, or we haven't really looked at that part of our shadow, right, is then what happens is your subconscious is constantly bringing in people and situations to replay and to solidify mm. those, like, mm. that thing that you think about yourself. Mm -hmm. So because, and, and that is keeps coming on your path for you to yeah. finally see it and heal yeah. it and move past it. So you're wondering, like, why am I always in this situation? Or right. why am I always attracting this type of person that acts and says totally. and does this thing to me? Totally. It's just spirit and your subconscious putting things in your external path. Because totally. as within, so without. Totally. Right? To show you, look at, they're mirroring back to you yep. what your internal speak is. Yep. How are you going to change this situation? Right. Because if your inter internal speak wasn't the way that it was, that person wouldn't stick it in, wouldn't, your, in your life. Mm -mm. You wouldn't even jive. You'd meet each other at a party and you wouldn't even take a second you, glance. Are you, exactly. You wouldn't even have one word with you each other. You wouldn't even have. Because it, it wasn't. Even, yeah. It's, or, yeah. like I've spoke about in past episodes, they might not even be that type of person to act that way, but they're put in your path to mm. act a certain way towards you for your own healing and your own. Yeah, interesting. But they don't act that way to other people. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they are just that person and they're right. here for the healing of many people. And right. And in way. some ways, maybe they aren't even being that person. You're just seeing that you're and projecting. projecting. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because that's what you're looking for mm -hmm. is where is this true so that I can confirm it. It is true. You fucking don't like me. You don't love me. You don't, you're going to abandon me. Mm -hmm. And the other person's like, oh, I wasn't going to, but now you're freaking me out. So yeah, I'm going to abandon you. I'm abandoning you. you now. Right. It's like. I'm <laughs> making your subconscious, like, speak come true because. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah, that proves it. I'm unlovable. I get abandoned. Exactly. When you, <laughs> like, you're, but you're, at the end of the day, not loving yourself. Yeah. So yeah. therefore. You've abandoned yourself. You've abandoned yourself. So how many places did you abandon yourself? Yeah. And that's a big one, by the that's way. That's a huge, yeah. huge, huge one. I think one. that is, like, the crux of a lot of the pain we feel as humans is that we have betrayed ourselves so many times. We have no trust in ourselves mm -hmm. to not betray ourselves. And so we're constantly looking for other people to fix that for us when we just need to fix it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then we won't attract that anymore and we won't let other people, like how could somebody else betray us or abandon us? Right. They can't. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter if they abandon because we're no longer coming from a place of abandonment because we're not abandoning ourselves. Right. So that experience, <laughs> if they leave, we're like, they oh, leave. they're by. They leave. <laughs> like if they it's, leave, it's, they it's leave. Just, it's like, oh, they, they went. They're a sovereign being. They can yeah, leave. They can go do they whatever they come. want. They can do whatever the fuck they want. No matter what they said they were going to do, they if, are a free being. They can do whatever they want. That right. is not abandoning you. 
you are making it that they are abandoning you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're stuck in a negative cycle in your mind, you're just going to be recreating situations to confirm this belief system until you've healed yourself enough right. to change the belief right. system. Which is actually something that Khan said in that last video you sent me, remember? He was talking about entities and yeah. how entities aren't real, real like de devil beings like in your space taking over you. It's actually just fragmented parts of yourself, of yourself that haven't been reintegrated. Your That's interesting, right? All fragmented parts of parts your soul of your that shadow. are your shadow. Right. That are coming at you needing to be reintegrated and right. for your soul to be right. put back together. So like we fight against these things so much because they're uncomfortable and we think that if we let it in then it's going to like overtake us or and then we're going to have poltergeist or whatever. Right. Or and also that like even from this perspective of like the abandonment thing. It's like we don't face it. Instead, we keep putting it on someone else because like no, the world's awful. They abandoned mm -hmm, me, but it's mm -hmm. like actually if you were to like take that in and own it as like oh, where am I abandoning myself? The whole situation would turn around, it would just dissolve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like all these little things that we're fighting against and, and projecting out into the other people is like, it's just a part of us that needs to be healed. And as mm -hmm. soon as we heal it and bring it back home, it's not a problem it's anymore. It's not a problem anymore. It's not a problem anymore. Well, and it's, you know, you have to look at it those two ways. Like the other thing, the other side of the coin with that when we're talking about people and people abandoning people is like the universe coming in to take someone away from you because the contract has been fulfilled either in that moment or up to that time or forever it doesn't matter you'll figure that out on your path later that that's just no longer meant to be a part of mm -hmm. your experience so like mm -hmm. that also doesn't mean that you're abandoned or you're unloved it means that that mm -hmm. per particular player in your story mm -hmm. is no longer part of these next chapters yeah or the rest of the book and who are we to say that that was like oh that was abandonment or oh that was negative that was a tragedy it's like you don't know you don't know because sometimes the most negative most tragic things are the opportunities to bring you the greatest growth yeah, well, yeah. and to put you in the right direction right. but are little you know they're like little gifts for you and you, at the time you turn into this thing like that person abandoned me and it's like well maybe if you hadn't looked at it from that perspective you would have realized that actually now you're free yeah. for this other thing to come in mm -hmm. or for you to take a totally different path in your life you don't know you don't know so going back to being stuck in our heads and working from our minds and trying to do all these things and putting ourselves in places that your body you're having the visceral response in your body mm -hmm. you know that this isn't right things are just not working out it's yeah. putting square pegs in around holes mm -hmm. and spirits just waiting for you to be like they're like okay i don't know what else i need to show them that this yeah. isn't the path yeah but i guess we'll just wait it is free will right there's they want to have the harder we experience have to figure it out on our own I mean, right we do. so then then there comes a point where I feel like spirit's just like, okay, and we're done. We're done. We're just, we're just done with that. Okay. We're done. You know, yeah. like, it's like, like then, then you're just kind of like hoisted somewhere else and you're like, no, but I didn't want yeah. to like, like, no, you're not like, you're going to thank me later. Yeah. In the meantime, you're going to be a little baby about it, but I have an right interesting thing. question. So do you know off the top of your head and, and you don't have to, cause I'm just throwing this on you. We never discussed this. Um, do the different human design, you don't call them signs, what do you call them? Types. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the different <laughs> types, like the most easy word. <laughs> um, the different human design types, 
So does each type have a different place within their body that like being the generators run from their, to run things by their sacral, do they have a different place in their body? And do you know them yeah. and what those are? Cause okay, that would yeah. be, I'd be interested in too. So as a generator, generators are the, are the ones that have a place in their body and that's the sacral. If you are a manifester or a projector, you can, ha you can both have the same chakra that is the is the um, authority. So there's two things at play here. There's a strategy and authority. When you're a generator, your strategy is to use your sacral to respond. Your authority might be your sacral. It might also be your emotional solar plexus, depending on which one mm. you have defined. If you have your emotional solar plexus defined and your sacral, your emotional solar plexus is the authority. So let's see if I can like condense this. If you are a generator type you are listening to your sacral and or your sacral and your emotions mm -hmm. if you are a manifester you might be listening to your heart to your ego defined center you might be listening to your emotions you might be listening to your spleen there's like a there's a handful of different ways actually would you be listening to your spleen at all no it'd either be the heart or the or the emotions because as a manifester you have a motor connected to your throat Right. Anyway, that's getting complicated. But as a projector, you could also have your emotions be your authority and still be a projector type and not a manifester. The only thing specific about the generator type is that you have a sacral defined. So you have that response mechanism in you. So mm -hmm. like you and I have the response mechanism. Manifestors do not have the response mechanism. Projectors do not. Reflectors do not. So that's the one thing that's special about us. But authority is a separate thing. Mm. And our authority is waiting through our emotions. Some people don't have their emotions defined, and their authority is just straight listening to the response. So in order for you people listening to understand what you should be tapping into when making decisions and moves and whatever's in your life, mm -hmm. is the best thing to do would be get uh, in-depth reading about you personally to figure yeah, out where... And, right, and I, I guess I could make it a little more simple. So if you plug your info in and you find out what your type is, from that information alone, you can know what your strategy is. Which means for me as a, as a generator, for you as a generator, it's to respond. Because we have a sacral that is constantly in response. That's how the sacral motor works. You come across things in the world and you get a, you get a buzz in your stomach that's like, oh, I love that, I want more of that, I'm interested. Or you get a pushing away feeling that's like, I don't want that, I'm not interested, I don't have the energy for it. So it's our, it's our strategy to, to approach the world in response because that's how our mechanism works. If you are a projector, your strategy is to wait for the invitation, mm. which means you don't have that motor in you telling you whether something is right for you or not. What it means is that you follow your interests and you hone your craft and the thing that you're drawn to learning about because as a projector, you have this innate ability to learn systems and to see the other person and to understand what's going on with them. You're meant to be a guide for other people. Whereas generators are designed to know themselves deeply because that's what their response is about. Projectors are designed to know the other so much deeper. So hone your craft, figure out what it is that you notice about other people that they don't notice as easily. Like what comes easy to you and wait for somebody to notice that in you. But waiting for the invitation doesn't mean just sitting on your ass and hoping someone's going to be like, you know what you'd be really good at. It's like, figure it out, mm -hmm. figure out what you're good at, figure out what you love. And then the right people will notice you and they will pull you in using their energy because as a projector, you do not have sustainable sacral energy. 
So that's the two difference between the projector and the generator. As a manifester, your strategy is to inform, which means when you do something in your life, it's not about asking permission from other people or waiting for a sacral response because mm -hmm. you don't have that. Mm -hmm. It's about you wait for the urge within you and the right timing within you to do the thing you know you need to do and you let everybody know who's going to be affected by it that you're going to do it, not asking for permission, just let them know that you're going to do it, and then you do it. And by informing people, you, re you reduce resistance because mm -hmm. all the other people in the world are going to be like, excuse me, what the fuck? Who is this person that just comes in? And because you're, you, as a manifester, you're an initiator. You start, you spark change. Mm -hmm. And that's very frustrating for people who don't see it coming. It's very frustrating even when you do see it coming. When someone else comes into your world and shakes shit up and they're like, here, now we have to change everything. You're like, uh, 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 I wish you'd fucking told me. Like, it's very frustrating. Kimberly, that's so your response. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know. Because it's frustrating. And as a generator, yeah. my, my not self theme is being frustrated. Yeah. So it's like, as a manifester, you want to get the generators on your side. And the only way to do that is to let them know, hey, I'm doing this thing. I'm not asking permission. I'm just doing this thing. If you're interested and you want to get on board, come on. I'll use your sacral energy. If you're not interested, get out of the way. Mm -hmm. So that was a really long-winded way. And I, I no, skipped the reflectors, great. but like reflectors, you're away to lunar cycle. I'll just be really vague about that. But it's, it's like watching how you change over a month and getting an understanding over that time because that's really the only way to understand like how you are over the lunar cycle because you're constantly being affected by the moon. But so, yeah, that's just like the very basic. And honestly, those are like, that's like the main thing about human design, understanding your type. So I love all of that so much. And what's interesting when I was hearing you talk about everything is it kind of like <laughs> on each type even, what kind of a theme that goes through is all about timing, is mm. all about taking the time, mm -hmm. is all about not this going, going, going. Yeah. It's about building listening, strategizing in whatever way that's supposed to work and then executing the way that is most fluid for your type. Mm -hmm. But once again, all of what you explained was not in alignment mm -hmm. with, let's just call it the patriarchal yep. societal exactly. way of doing things. Because that is coming from the mind. And that's the right. whole point in human design is we're, we're learning to get away from what our mind is telling us mm -hmm. we should do which is run, go faster, go harder, get out of your comfort zone, mm -hmm. do all these things that are unaligned. It's, it's and do all it yesterday. fight or flight. It's fight or flight. brain. Yeah, all of that is coming from the mind mm -hmm. versus the body that has its own timing and has its own authority and has its own process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. many of us, you know, if you're feeling not successful in your life or you're feeling off path or you've been off path, you know, we could all be like hell of a lot more successful hell of a lot long time ago <laughs> you know with this type of understanding and flow and structure I and mean, that's teaching. what i think that's why i'm so excited about it because it's so legit and like in my own personal experience i can see how it's just a sigh of relief mm -hmm. like i'm not a millionaire so the fuck what that's not really what i wanted no all along all this pushing was so that i could have that sigh of relief and I got Many, it, right. despite being a millionaire. And who knows, like, this is the beginning of my process. I'm right. sure I'll be taken care of. We're not, I'm sure you will be, because we always right. are taken care of. But the point right? is that the, the patriarchal mindset, the, the capitalistic mindset, is like, we all need to be billionaires. Mm -hmm. But the sustainable mindset is like, have my needs taken care of. Let me enjoy this life. 
let it be mm -hmm. all good and like I it doesn't mean that you're gonna be fucking poor but it, it's a different way of looking at things right one is like just ravaging yourself in the world and the other one is in flow mm-hmm and that goes into like some very right there is like some very basic and long-held spiritual teachings is is just that this like the human design structure actually I feel like uh, brings more detail into the teaching which is cool like yeah. more structure into it than just this vague right like, there's so many spiritual things that have been passed down that are just so like vague where you're like okay that sounds great but how mm -hmm. and it's also very generalized a lot of the time right whereas human design is specific, specific to each to person. your person so like i you know i've talked about this before i've read a lot of spiritual books and stuff and it's like they're like we're going to teach you how to do this. And then throughout the book and the book ends and you're like, but I, you didn't really teach me how you just talked a lot of fluff around this one thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So the spiritual teaching of this and what we're talking about, of just actually what you were just saying about the money and the millionaires and the billionaires and the blah, blah, blahs is that is, is the trust in that we're always taken care of. We are always provided for. Right. Mm hmm. And just that knowing, yeah. right, that yeah. everything will be provided for yeah. and the way that it is. And you're supposed to not get caught up in these fears and these lacks and these whatevers. And the more you step into your gratitude for your life and for everything in it, and you step into this place of that you're always going to be taken care of no matter what. There is yeah. no lack on this planet. Right. That is the flow, right? Yeah, yeah. But... And it doesn't yeah. mean we need to be millionaires. Right. That is another programming right. that we've been programmed, especially in the last exactly. 15, 20 years, that we all yeah. need to have this like lifestyles of the rich and famous, yep. which we don't, and nor would we. We don't need to. We don't need to. That's not what we're actually looking for. And I think a lot of people who are very wealthy could tell you that. Mm -hmm. That sure, it's comfortable, but ultimately it is not the thing that gives you a satisfying life. Right. And I think that the, the teaching is is to be gracious wherever you're at, knowing that you're always gonna be taken care of, that you're only the one that perceives the lack, so then you bring in more lack, mm. right? And yeah. to live in an uh, ultimate trust. Yeah. And I'm going through that phase right now of giving myself a really deep spiritual teaching of just living in complete trust. Yeah. That all of my needs are gonna be met yeah. and taken care of because I'm going at my life in a way that I've never done before yeah or maybe I did when I was young and everything was taken care of because I, I I look back at back when I was 20 and first moved to LA and everything was taken care of mm. even through the challenges every, you know and mm -hmm. then I somehow got lost in that knowing mm -hmm. and that's what I'm cultivating to bring yeah. back is right. and, and 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 designing a life that that lights me up because I've spent many years being in a la la life that that stripped me but that was only a la because la 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 life but it's but really at the end of the day what that was was a lack of trust i stopped yeah. trusting i stopped trusting in myself i stopped trusting in mm. the universe providing i stopped trusting in and I think that happens as we get older, as we take on more responsibilities, mm -hmm. as our ego becomes like, oh, I'm a certain age, I shouldn't be acting or right, which being is betraying like this. yourself, right? It's betraying yourself mm -hmm. because if that's what you want to be doing, then you should be doing it. And by saying no because blah blah blah, you're betraying yourself. So of course, right, you're and not your own trust process yourself. and your yeah. own growth, yeah. right? Why would you trust someone that constantly betrays you? Right. 
Exactly. So you stop so, trusting yourself. So then where are you left? You're left in getting fucked up. You're left in the mind because you're like, because, oh, I guess I have to rush. Yeah, and then you're going to turn to other things to distract yourself or to numb the fact that you're yeah. not listening to you and what you really want and you don't trust yourself that you're going to get it because how can you? Mic drop. Because you've done a bunch of shit to mistrust. Mic drop. Yeah. And guess what happens with that, guys? You start attracting in more and more things that you will betray yourself over and then it's like the fucking rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. You and just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. You know deeper. what else happens? Your whole body rejects you. You're really, it, I mean, that's in this. It really is, does, though. It really does. Your this body is, is like, no. Come in. It's, I mean, yes, that's true. Yeah. It's like, it's true. Your body rejects that shit. And that is a lot of times where disease comes from. Mm-hmm. It's because you're not honoring yeah. yourself and your trust in yourself, your yeah. belief in yourself. But you can't believe in yourself if you've gone through a life of doing things to not honor mm-hmm. yourself. Yep. So on that note, <laughs> I think we're going to end this here today. And Kimberly and I were really talking about we're going to come back here sooner than later, I think before the end of the year. And we're going to do her face. She's like, I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll see. Are. We'll see. We'll I don't see. know. I don't know. We're in, we're in holiday time we'll now. We'll see what the solar plexus says. I don't know. We'll see what the solar plexus says. <laughs> I can't make a timeline for you guys, actually, because <laughs> we're both generators, and we might not want to talk about this for, before the end of the year. But both emotionally. We do yeah, we'll see. want to, as you all know, Kimberly was on the third episode um, of the podcast back in February of 2020 and oh we did the God. I know so much has happened since then wow and we did the self-love episode and wow. piggybacking off of this episode we want to come back with a self-love part two yeah because we've learned so much oh since God. then I had no fucking clue what self was back then I mean you even said it I even said thing. it I was like I don't know I mean like let's but it was still around. an amazing episode um mm. That episode held the top spot of listens <laughs> up until recently, I think. Some other episodes, I don't know which ones wow. have. Uh, I think that was also so long ago now. There's so many more episodes. Um, but a lot of people really love that episode. So we're going to come back with some self-love 2.0, you know, love after we've learned so much in the past almost two years since we did all that and we've been through some amazing 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 stuff as everyone has yeah so (laughs) we're gonna um we're gonna come back at that with you guys so thank you for listening thank you kimberly once again for being here my pleasure thank you for listening everyone have a wonderful thanksgiving and we will talk with you again soon ciao